plus 80 pounds more than he is now, almost 90. Yeah. That's a Backstreet Boy. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. We got one for, we've got one for you and me here. Oh, perfect. Uh, let's see. Jerry says, okay, overrated, underrated, BPC. Uh, now that I think both Scott and Dusty have used it, um, afterthought. Scott, I know you have gone through thoughts on muscle minds. Um, not sure if Ron has used it or not. I don't know if he has either. <clears throat> um, well, what was your experience? And what we're using it for? Uh, I've used it a bunch, and most recently. So I, I, and this is this is like a now situation. So I, I started getting tennis elbow. I started getting consistent with my training again. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like tennis elbow comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, "What the hell?" You know, right. I haven't had tennis elbow in forever. And then I went to this uh, uh, shooting. Uh, it was like a, a shooting class, right? And we're keep doing talking. this. Keep talking. Yeah, we're doing this really cool thing where you. Uh, I was telling Ron about this earlier, I think, where you transition from the rifle to the pistol. So you've got your pistol on your side. you got I your rifle. the room for two minutes. It all goes to guns. It all goes to guns. You got that. So, so you're, you're hiding behind a barricade. You pop out. Bam, bam, bam. Then move to the next barricade. Bam, bam, bam. And then you got to reload your magazine. And so I'm holding a rifle out with one arm like this. Drop right. the mag. Throw the other one in. And that oh, pressure, yeah. like after that class, man, my elbow was screaming. Right. This was on Tuesday of last week. The day after I talked to George and we like solidified that I'm coming out here. And I'm thinking to myself, I can hardly, like I couldn't even pick up a coffee cup. It was like that bad. It went to like just hell. Right? <laughs> just from nothing. So I got online, went to aminoasylum.com. I don't know, dot shop, I think. And uh, use code think. And, uh, I ordered up some BBC and TV right. 500. So this is my we're we're sharing our latest experience, and uh, it didn't show up until Friday. Oh. So I took two and a half milligrams. So you front loaded on Friday, <laughs> four grams, four grams all at once, directly in the elbow, the bone of each um. TV and BPC, and then two and a half milligrams on on set, no, Saturday. No, excuse me, Saturday and then Sunday. Right. And it, it did help, but I normally wouldn't suggest taking five milligrams of BBC right. in two right. days. That's a lot. I would say, though, that... What's your, uh, what's your normal dose? Normal dose would probably be, I'd go up to a milligram high okay. end. Yeah, right. how about you? Uh, I was doing half uh, every single day. and still That's am. good. Still am. Yeah. Um, and it's been... It was one of those things, so when I first started doing it, it was, you know, like, I'm doing it. I don't know if it's helping or not helping. And then... It, Suddenly, when I, I guess once I really got back into pushing weight again, I realized like, oh, it's working because this having this labrum torn, my shoulder literally cracks and moves mm. around. Yeah. Um, and I went and started pushing heavy, and I'm like, oh, it's not doing that. Right. And then the big thing too is like uh, heavy weight just pulling on my arm. So like <clears throat> doing a RDL heavy, I would feel it almost. Yeah. Pulling down, you know. Yeah. And the other day, I mean, I only went up to like five plates, but it never yeah. even like shifted. No, no kidding. Yeah, plates. just five plates. <laughs> do you do you put it direct in the area? Direct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All of them every single day, and it's drastic how much it's helped. So now it's. I went from kind of like, oh, you should maybe try this to like, anytime somebody has something that appears that it can become a problem, yeah. I just tell them to dive in. Like I keep it. I would keep it on hand if you train hard because you're gonna have something. Have you ever used it? BPC and TB500 together. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of like everyone was talking about them 
around like 2014, 15 was kind of getting buzz. And then I tore my quad in 2016. So I yeah. used a bunch at that time. Um, and then I had like a bunch of shoulder issues like last year and I ordered some BPC and TB 500. Okay. But I've also read a lot about BPC being pretty sy- sy- systemic. Like, yeah. Yes. You know, some guys say you can, you're supposed to put it local, but then there's also been some people drinking it orally and it helps with their inflammation so and their digestive you system. You have to use a higher dose. Yeah, 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 thing. definitely. Yeah. And then um, there's been lots of guys say that even just using it sub-Q, they felt that it helped a lot because as long as it's in the system, like you didn't yep. have to go into local. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people think that works better and it gets it right in there, but I, I wasn't worried about that. I was just doing sub-Q with all my TB and BPC, yeah. and I definitely, my shoulders are way better than they were before Yeah, because right? I was having some problems. It was when I first started riding, my shoulders oh. were just like, fuck. It was I think, hard. I think the important thing, too, is is to figure out what the issue is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't like, just keep pounding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that'd be it. So but, you're not going back to that class then? Uh, <laughs> of course I'm going back. <laughs> See of what he just I'm said? He said, think, what figure out the you, problem. Yeah, he knows the problem. He's still going to do it. Though. What if you need to reload your machine gun with one hand while you're running? Yeah, I mean, what if you, you get hit in the left arm? Yeah. You know, zombie apocalypse. You have to plan. Yeah, you've got to be able to shoot one-handed. There's no, yeah, yeah. There's no question about it. Uh, we, it looks like maybe... Uh, how, uh, I'm just going to pull this oh, one up. Someone's mic turned off? No, we're good. You fixed it. We're good. There was no there was no issue. I think it was on on her end. Oh, she's lying to us now. Yes. How much okay. testosterone with 250 milligrams of HCG? Thrice. Thrice. Wow. Thrice. Thrice. Oh, we Very impressed with replace, the use of that word. Yeah. Replace on a cruise. Um, say you normally cruise on 280 milligrams of test. That's not a cruise. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's more. That's more than me. If you add this amount of HCG, how much I, less testosterone? I get the question. Yeah. I understand the question. Well, t- 250 milligrams isn't a lot of HCG, like three times a week. It w- would be enough to cause an increase in your testosterone production. Yeah. I mean, obviously, each one of those is going to do something. But I don't know how many milligrams it would equal. Two, 280 is a... That's, that's HRT+. plus. <laughs> that's that slightly term. plus. I love that term. That's slightly <laughs> HRT+. Plus, yeah. You know? I'm on. I, I do 200 to 250, depending on if I'm using the, my pharmacy script one. I do that every. I say seven days, but I always forget, and it's <laughs> always like eight, nine, ten days. That's yes. the problem. That's a problem with doing true TRT as you literally yeah, forget. Yeah, you the forget. Time. I forget yep. all the time. I'm like, that's oh, not just me. <laughs> mute, mute, everyone here. Mutant <laughs> wants to film me. I guess I have to look like a bodybuilder. When's the last time I? <laughs> <laughs> I might need to. Yeah, we should front load this one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And here we're back to the four grams of cestanide. Yes. Okay. All right. How about this one? Um, question for Dusty: uh, How far can someone go on a DC AB routine before they have to change to a different split uh, if DC training? AB is just a two-day split. Yeah. It, it, there's not like a there's not a timeline on that. I still. And this is a combination, obviously. I still think that some of the best gains in my entire career were during that time. Now, of course, it's also the freshest time of, of me learning that yeah. kind of program. But I, I want to say I ran it for a year. Yeah. Yeah, and, and loved it. And then we, we started to switch the moment that it was very obvious that my back was growing completely out of control compared to other muscles. And so we had to kind of like figure out it's such well, a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem was the other one sucked. But anyways, <laughs> you, you you worded that in a very polite way. I like that. 
it was, uh, but no, so I mean, realistically, if you're getting change with it, I wouldn't change at all. I mean, if you're seeing progress, that's the craziest thing about bodybuilding to me is people will literally be seeing results doing whatever it is they're doing and then just decide to change. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, why? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so the fad comes in or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read an interesting post about this the other day, and it was, I, I can't remember who it was, so I can't give them any credit, but it was, um, like a, uh, it was a woman, and she was like an academic. Like it was one of those PhD posts. I can't remember who it was. It was one of like that kind of, you know, Victoria fitness. Yeah, it wasn't Victoria, but <laughs> I'm not pointing at her. No, it was someone else. But she was saying one of the main hurdles with women in the gym is, um, and she talked about it from a couple of different angles. I don't, I'm not going to want to bastardize what she said. But she said that they have so much demand for novelty uh, and fun and yeah, change yeah, yeah. that they miss a lot of the, the gains that are found in the repetitive pro- progression of one program. Yeah. And she's like, why is it I have male athletes come to me and I'm like, here's your program. Come back to me in eight weeks. Yep. And they come back eight weeks later and they're like, okay, my bench is up 30 pounds and I'm up three pounds on the scale. Yeah. She's like, okay. And then she said the women athletes come to her and like they'll come back two weeks later and they're like, do you have a new like leg workout for me? Like yeah. this one's, and she said that's just an interesting thing that she's noticed. Huh. It's more it's more prevalent. Obviously, you know, yeah, a lot of the numbers are a lot. It goes back and forth. But yeah. she just said that in her experience, she sees a lot more of that with the women than with the men. And she thinks it's an obstacle for them. And she wishes more of them understood that no, 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 just stay on this program, like progress on this. Yeah. And DC is one of the ultimate examples of that. Cause you're, there's very few exercises in that AB. How many total exercises do you yeah. do? Every, like, everything gets one. Yeah. But it's like eight total exercises for the whole body. Like how many is yeah. 10? Maybe 10. Yeah. I have to look. Right. Yeah. And that's it. And you just yeah. do it for a year. So yeah. Matt, so that's one of the reasons why it's so challenging for people. Is, yeah. is they just they just feel like they should be doing all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I see her doing that, and I see him doing that. And I see Why him not get that. really, really good yeah. at a few things? You know what's yeah. crazy is the other day um, when I started just getting basic again, I did just heavy dead stop rows. Yeah. And I, and I laughed because I was sore for three days, and I was like, why do I ever use a hammer row? Huh. I mean, obviously there's a reason, but it's just one of those situations where you realize that I feel like the further you make things basic, the more you get like surprised on why you do so much extra shit. Right. Yeah. And another thing, I I want to tell this story because I just want to paint the importance of tiny little changes. Tiny little changes can be impactful. So I don't deadlift anymore off the floor. Right. And and I don't do bent over rows anymore either. Like there's a bunch of stuff I don't do anymore. But I still want to load my lower back some way mm-hmm. because like I want to be strong and you know I want to be able to pick something up off the ground and I want to be able to move weights around and I don't want to be like just crazy weak in that position right right yeah so even though I don't deadlift anymore and I don't do bent over rows anymore I still want to you know I still do t-bars right. and I still do stiff leg deadlifts which yeah. are very important I think that's like one of the key exercises so my lower back still gets loaded mm-hmm. but the other day we were doing machine deads and I was warming up on it. We have an Atlantis machine down there, and we were standing on a box. We were getting like it was like a stiff leg deadlift, but nice deep on a, on a machine. Yeah. And I and I just felt like I was I was like you know I, I want to hit my lower back 
a little more. I actually want to include a little more lower back. Mm, yeah. Like I want it to be full posterior chain, you know? I want yeah. to hit everything. So I just started bending my knees like an inch more at the bottom of the rep. I would go down on my hams, and yep. then I would just sink Let like bend, one yeah. inch. Like it was barely a change. The next day, glutes, hams, and my erectors were completely sore. No kidding. And I was like, wow, just that one little tweak, and I, and I, I added the erectors in the chain a lot more than normal. Yep. So it just, it just was interesting to me. And after all these years of training, there was just this little thing I'd never done before that changed the movement. Like instead of my glutes and hams being pumped, my glutes, hams, and lower back were pumped. Right. And I was like, wow, just by that little, little mechanical change, I was able to, you know, add the erectors completely and obviously remove them completely if you wanted to. Right. So it's just, you know, you can do a lot with tiny little changes in the gym. You don't have to completely swap the exercises out. Yeah. Hey, we got a long time uh, follower of you, Ron. It says, uh, hey, Ron, been a fan for uh, a while. Used to watch you and Gabe back in 2013. Oh. Always found you guys inspirational for taller yeah, guys. Yeah, shit. Yeah, glad to see that you're doing well and looking healthy. Yeah, those were good times, man. Remember remember Gabe at the booth? He I was do. huge. Once you would get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once he got in there. <laughs> once you got dressed. Yeah, he looked great at the booth. He was, he was good at the booth. Big dude. You know, we uh, we asked you on the last episode. We were talking about like the all the meetups and stuff like that because you've been doing this a long time. But I didn't ask you, Dusty. Mm. What, what what? No, you said you had been doing like you've been traveling around doing stuff like with com- like you did this with hockey mm-hmm. before bodybuilding. How how old were you the first time that like you were part of a a team where you were like flowing places and stuff like that? Fourteen. Yeah, 14 years old. Yep, I was regular, very regular. 14 and then never stopped. So that was year-round, summers, you know. I mean, I, going I to take camps, off. going to... Yeah, you'd yeah. fly to, you'd go to from Michigan, then you get done there, and then you'd fly somewhere else. And, and, you know, I mean, just constantly going somewhere was normal. Yeah, you just... No kidding. And when you're that age, obviously, there's, there's just a couple, like, coaches and then a couple parents that just kind of run the whole thing. You just find out where you're supposed to go. They put you in a hotel, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's basic. That's you got the, wild. You got the chaperone. Yeah. That's poor, wild. Poor people. <laughs> rough. I would not sign up for that, for the record. Hockey boys. Mm. Yeah. I'm learning more and more about that as I watch Letter Kenny. So I, oh, I, yeah, I have yeah. Great, yeah, yeah. great option for you. I've, I have a question for you, Scott, because yes. you're not answering questions. Who is the most surprising interview that you've done in all these years? Somebody who you... Didn't we're not prepared for how good it went and what what made it different? Man, that's a that's a tough one. And part and of don't it say is us because like, we know. Um, but other than us, you know, I I was really happy with both I, two interviews I did do with you guys, and and they were a couple of my favorites. Um, I, can I can I tell you a story instead? Yes, I, I wanted to tell I just you. Want I, Scott to talk. I uh, I hadn't told you guys this before, so. I met Dusty. I can't remember who I met you through, mm-hmm. but we recorded a podcast and it was really good. And like the audience really connected to it. And we talked just all, it was my first installment of uh, Advices Radio, Huge as Fuck. That's what it was called. Right. So was he on Mutant at the time or was he still I Force back in the day? That was before Mutant. Was it before Mutant? Yep. Okay. Might have been, yeah. So, it, and, and, you know, we talked about peak to peak thinking and, mm-hmm. and it, it really connected to a lot of people. And anyway, so like four few months later, no, you were with Mutant. Oh, was I? Yeah, 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 you were with Mutant because a few months later was the Arnold, and 
it was like 5 a.m. And I had never met Dusty before. And I, I had gone to Powerhouse to get a workout in before everything went on. And then who comes walking in the door is Dusty. And I had never met him before, you know. So I was kind of like, oh, shit, there's, there's Dusty Hanshaw over there. And I was like, oh, hey, man, Scott McNally, you know, we did the podcast. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, good to see you. And so I sit down on a peck deck and I'm doing my thing. And then Dusty sits down on the peck deck next to me. And he's doing his thing. And it's like, I'm not going to bother the guy, you know. And then we, he goes over to the dumbbells, and I was heading over the dumbbells. So we're over at the dumbbells, and I think I was doing something at this point with shoulders. I don't remember what you were doing. But those dumbbells in there, they're the worst. <laughs> they are the worst. Yeah, why, they are why, the worst. Why are they the worst? <laughs> those are the most dangerous dumbbells you've ever seen in your life, but go ahead. <laughs> yes. So Dusty's here. I can give you guys the visual. I'm over here, you know. And... Uh, I do my overhead press and I go to bring him down and I came right down. There's a there's a <laughs> fucking bolt on the end of yeah. each one. There's a bolt on the end of each one. <laughs> and I went right into my thigh. Oh yeah. And it hurt. Like it really hurt. Charlie horsed the shit out yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and Dusty's sitting right there and I don't know him. So I didn't want to like be like a big baby and be like, oh my leg. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. What's up, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got, the contain. Classic. The containment is very important. Yeah. It was like one of those pains oh, where like yeah. just the sweat almost starts coming off your face. You I, know what I mean? I remember I remember one of those. I was at Gold's gym and I had just trained legs in the back room and I was soaking wet. Yes. And it was LA Fit. And I came out of the back room, and of course it was Gold's Venice LA Fit, so there's everyone's everyone's the gym, there, yeah. right? And I come out of the back room to the front room, and there's Rob Bailey and uh, everyone standing around, kind of having a talk in the middle of the gym, right? And I see them, I see, and I I lock eyes with Rob, like, hey, like you know that look? And it was so busy, I kind of stepped around some people into the dumbbell area, and I took a step, and in one of those one of those seat, you know, the chair benches with the foot platform? Yeah. I didn't oh. see it, and I raked my shin. shin. Oh, I smashed yeah, it. yeah. I've I done that before. I did the smash and yep. the rake. Drag. Yeah. Oh. It was the smash and drag across that foot plate as I walked. Yeah. And I just thought, don't let him see it. Yeah. <laughs> So I just was like, hey, Rob, smash and drag. What's up? Step right in, shake his hand. And I, as I'm shaking his hand, I'm like, I'm testing myself to see if he can tell how much like pain I'm one, in right now. One tear. One tear. Just, <laughs> just I remember I had that moment where I was shaking his hand and shake. I think it was Frank McGrath who standing next to him. I like shake his hand. I'm like, <laughs> deep breath. Bleed. I'm like, I know I'm bleeding. I know I'm bleeding. <laughs> There's blood coming down my shin right now. I know I'm bleeding. I'm just going to talk to were these wearing, guys. Were you wearing pants, though? Oh, yeah. So, so they, they didn't even no, know. No, they didn't know. They didn't, they didn't, know. Know, didn't need to know a thing. No one yeah. needs to know my pain. Yeah. Just kept it in. And it was like... It's great for counseling. It was like, no one needs to know my pain. Yeah, it was like like the chair moved and made a sound. Ding. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can almost feel that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. But he never knew. Yeah, Dusty didn't Until know Until this moment. Yeah, he knows yeah. now. 
He didn't know. Someone yeah, just said him this. Know. Until now, I yeah. didn't either. Yeah. I, did, I had no idea he did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then we shot a little video. And we it was did. I remember that. Yeah, because like, hey, I'm like, down here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're like, fine. come see Dusty at the booth, you know. Get back fine. to my room. It's like, oh, pull the leg, pat leg up. Oh, Jesus. That's actually the, the leg that he eventually tore his quad on. So that's yeah. why. <laughs> it was a pretty Started there. <laughs> yes, yes. People are saying we should put Victorians. There. I've been saying that forever. I know. I forever. Know. Oh, enough of the Victoria. I know she's <laughs> so. She's gonna correct Ron on his microphone. You guys need person. your average IQ brought up. Please add Victoria. Oh, we got the. Well, uh, yeah, we got a super chat too. Oh no, yeah. goodness. Thank oh. you very much, Brody. Brody. Oh, that's awesome. Damn. Yeah. He says, See? Uh, "Hi guys, thank you for think big." Uh, it's just bodybuilding and broadcasting at West Coast. Thank you. I love the maple leaf in your avatar. <laughs> oh, that's a maple leaf, is it? Interesting. Yeah, isn't it a Canadian maple leaf? Isn't it's, that what I mean? It's gotta be. It's herbal one. They've changed herbal. It. They've changed it's it a little. It's a new one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, this We're literally, like, you guys don't see this, but I'm literally looking at one of the best gyms, if not the best gym in Canada right here. The yeah. best. There's a lot of good gyms. There's a lot of good gyms. This is, yeah, I was trying to be, keep we do it our humble thing. for we you. We do our thing. You know, yeah, I, I know. Keep I know. it humble for you. We do our thing. I felt like it you might know? be bragging if I was like the best gym in the world. Right. You know, it's like their Olympia competitor lane, they're stretching, but no big deal. Beside the point, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Just top five in the world. Anyways, I can't find where it's at on here, but we had another underrated, overrated, or uh, which was it? no, not underrated, overrated, but it was what was what's the the most overrated uh, diet food or clean food? Tilapia. And what's the the most underrated clean food? So it was uh, both ways. Tilapia is the most overrated food to ever enter the bodybuilding realm. Flank steak is underrated. Flank steak flank is underrated. Steak. I love flank steak. I don't think I've done a lot of flank steak. I don't think there's much more that needs to be said. I don't I'm have just, anything else to add that's better than flank steak, and I know that nobody else has anything <laughs> better than my tilapia, tilapia answer. <laughs> but, yeah. Shitfish cannot be topped. No. Like, don't eat, don't eat food you hate to prep for a show. Yes. You don't have to. I got ready for so many shows on chicken and steak and egg whites that I loved and oatmeal and rice. And I loved all my food. I never had a miserable, like, oh, I'm going to eat tilapia and asparagus. No, you yeah. don't. Yeah. Find yeah. something better than that. I don't better. mind tilapia, though. Yeah, like, some people don't mind it, but I yeah. can't imagine living my life on tilapia. I just can't imagine. Like I did the Jay Cutler thing where I got the George Foreman grill. Oh, I did too, outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it only takes like six minutes to yeah. cook up a bunch of... it outside. Keep that shit out of your house. Yeah. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> um, oh, we got another super chat too from Jesse. Thank you very much. Whoa! Yeah, look at that. That's a that's heavy. Thank you. Yeah. Damn. That's Jesse, a, that's says, a great client of mine, you, by Coach the way. Ron and Scott. Yeah, so he's your client. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kid's a beast. No kidding. Literally a machine. I I like force him on a vacation to like not find a way to go to the gym. It's like a family. I'm like, right. you can take a week off. Here I am in Mexico squatting five <laughs> plates. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Right. My entire like, family and girlfriend are pissed at me, but this but is us top set right get here. Get my five he plates would, in. Without question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love right. that. Well, thank you very much. He said, okay, we have another one here. What's your opinions on SARMs for a lifestyle bodybuilder? I w wouldn't bother with them um, at all. I would, I would use testosterone and m you could experiment with very simple compounds like anavar and you know stuff that's been thoroughly researched for human consumption there's a bunch of that i think the the the, the problem was the differentiation between a competitive bodybuilder 
and a bodybuilder. I do not. There's, they're not different to me. Right, you're trying to make gains. Like, it's like, it's not like trying, you want you less are, gains. It's funny, I had somebody ask me, like, what are you going to do now that you've... Uh, actually, it was my friend Daniel. He's He stopped competitive bodybuilding. And uh, the guy at our cigar shop's like, what are you going to do now that you're done bodybuilding? And he's like, I'm not done bodybuilding. I'm done competing. Yeah, yeah that's like, different. It never ends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I still want to train. So and... the same thing, if you're never... if you, I've always, I've always hated that question. If you're never going to compete, but you like training and putting on muscle mass... You are a bodybuilder. Yeah. At the end. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. All right. Overrated, underrated, chasing the pump. Ooh, that's a great one. That is a good question. You know, there's like, there's very little that feels better than like a full nuclear back pump. <laughs> where yeah. like your lats are so full, you're like, oh my God, how am I even going to move? Or your <laughs> quads are so blown out, you can't bend your knee 90 degrees or... Like that that's that's pretty awesome. But I'm not convinced that the pump is the priority. But you know it's what I mean? Cure. Yeah, it's the cure. <laughs> As Antoine would say, the pump is the cure. But it, it's not the priority. You know what I mean? The the load on the muscle, the performance in the set, all that stuff is the priority. So I think some people think the pump is like what they need. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, I mean, we don't have any evidence that it's the trigger yet, do we? We don't have that. The proof hasn't been, it's, I mean, there's some, a bunch of positive stuff about what uh, the, the cellular pump does for growth factors and all this stuff they talk about, metabolic things that can happen. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think it's the root of muscle growth. Yeah. There's what, the, uh, Scott Stevenson on the podcast has yeah, talked about. Say? The sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. there's there's that. Yeah. And that's going to be a very small percentage yeah. of the muscle. So It's not the structural protein changes. I think, yeah, I think that if you were to train like Dusty talked about with DC, pick a few good exercises and get really big and not worry about the pump at all, you could probably worry about the pump later. Right. After you're already big. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Then I would yeah. think you'd make more sense. Get that little extra. But I don't think that's going to be your foundation. Yeah. You know? I think it's definitely a great sign, though. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. even though even though the pump isn't the point, Yeah, it's a huge feedback mechanism for me. Because, like, if you're training back and your lats are blown out with blood, yeah. I mean, you know you're targeting. There's no – you don't have to, like – that's another thing, too. I forgot. I see guys I see guys with great body parts. Yeah. Great body parts. And they're forcing themselves to change how they train because they don't think they train correctly. They think there's a better way to train. Uh, but you see a guy with like a great back. Yeah. And he stops doing what he did to get his back and he's like concentrating on all these like like, you know, all the real technical stuff mm -hmm. that's in fashion right now. Yep. And I just think like you know, like this allocation of your time. Mm. Is, yeah, put that into your terrible biceps. Put instead. that into your biceps <laughs> that need work or whatever. Like, there's nothing wrong with how you're training your back. You know, like yeah. and there's also an interesting thing. Uh, I've I've seen this put out a few times. Is biomechanics for hypertrophy overrated? Like, we know that it's important for performance. Like, if you're trying to do an athletic task, like jump over a bar, right. yeah. then your mechanics are everything. Right. Sure. <clears throat> but if you're just trying to stress a muscle to fatigue, are we overemphasizing form? Because, you know, it would explain 
all the guys that don't pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, it really like, would. Like Johnny and Branch, and yep. it, it, like they're just like overload. Yeah, overload. Or is it harder than last time? Are you pushing the muscle past last time? All this minutia about constant tension. If there's a millisecond where there's a lack of tension on every third rep, is that really the difference maker? Right. Yeah. Look at this guy. There's always, says don't there's always a guy showing his nipple. Always one. You know, so our biomechanics actually overrated for hypertrophy. Are yeah. we? Are we? Is this a, a big circle jerk that we're all doing with our elbows and wrists? When in reality, what feels good for you? Just grab that bar, pull it, get that elbow back. Is your lat contracted? Yes. Do yeah. it a hundred times. Is it stretched? Is it contracted? Yeah. Do that a bunch of times so you can't do it anymore, and then do it again in five days. Yeah. And then do it again in five days. That's is that simple. really what it breaks down to? Well, that's what DC was make... built on. Yeah. yeah. That's literally how Dante built DC training was throw away, like he always used to tease about the pinky twist and all this stuff yeah. with the pink dumbbell. He's like, if, if it used to be a 40-pound dumbbell, and yeah. now it's a 60-pound dumbbell doing the same thing for the same reps, I bet your arm is bigger. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I and and I, I think that mechanics. I think that if you follow that argument, biomechanics are only as important as your injury to risk ratio with what you're doing. Right. That's and, that would be the the decider. Is what you're doing, like, is it safe? Okay, then keep repping. You're you gonna know? add something, Scott, and I'm yeah. not letting you escape. Um, I think that if you were to listen to just that basic stuff, there would be a lot less Instagram videos. Right. It would you know hurt the content volume. <laughs> I really You're killing my content, content volume would be hurt. <laughs> I really do. I really do. And Dave Kalick always uses the term like it's not sexy. The stuff that really works yeah. is it's just not sexy. It's basic free weights. Yeah. You know, and it's the stuff that we knew that like the first week we were training. Yeah. You know, those exercises: right. the barbell row, the pull down, the bench press. You know, or some variation of bench press, yeah. like dumbbells, squat, leg press. Oh, I I watched a great uh, video the other day about about the 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 overemphasis of of uh, see boobs on the glass. I told you guys. Hey, the other guy gave us a full full nipple. The nipple. The other guy had a nipple on the glass. All right, Dana wins. What was I talking about? You got boobs on the glass. It's I get. I get. Uh, yeah. Was uh, saying that you know we're putting way too much thought into exercise selection as well. There's obviously exercises that aren't as good because they're like only hard at the contraction and the bottom third of the rep is just so easy like those right, exercises yeah. aren't aren't going to give you the bang for the buck but as long as an exercise is a good full range of motion we're way over emphasizing exercise selection because the muscle just is the muscle doing what it's supposed to do is that joint closing and opening yeah, yeah. right that's really what it comes down to you know Ooh, we got a follow up for Ron uh, let's see Speaking of uh, Ron during a breakup, what did he listen to during that time? Okay, I just got to think of what year that one was. I got hoes in different area codes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got into a real hip-hop phase for a little while there. <laughs> just all of a sudden I was listening to rap. Oh, look at his picture, too. Yeah, it's the Justice, the Justice cover. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. Well, well let's give us go younger Ron. What would yeah. be, you know, go to, well, go to I, breakup music? I, yeah, well, I'm just, I don't know if I'm a breakup music type of guy. I'm just trying to think of what I was listening to in, in that year, you yeah, know? He, he skipped right through. He was just angry. He went to the gym six times a day. No, he's here right now. We got a, we got a question. Did the giant not make it? He's, the giant did make right it. out there. He's downstairs filming right oh, now. I thought you yeah. he was, like, behind no, us. No, not literally. No. Like, yeah. You would he's have filming. seen a shadow if yeah. he was behind us. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's here. He's here. He's just not sitting amongst us because he doesn't fit in the there's screen. There's no room. 
There's no room. No. Tool he's he's changing like, out all the new hoodies we got and all the new tees and all the new knit caps and he's down there doing all this video. Yes. Signing autographs at West the Coast guy Iron. The pretty stuff, you know. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Crazy. So you hey. can't think of uh, the music. Well, I know for a fact that uh, that particular breakup was 2006. So I know I know the Foo Fighters had just come out with their double album yeah. in your honor, which oh. was one of their best albums. Uh, the first disc was amazing. And I know that that album was on massive replay at the time because I just remember the year. Yeah. I just can't believe he remembers that. So probably that. Well, I know that album was in the rotation. It was in the, it was in the mix. It was okay. in the rotation. All right. Let's see. It was, uh, the, yeah. It was, it was 2005, no. six. So, yeah, right around there. What about uh, over, under? I can't really answer this one so much. Edibles. Edibles. And this is Kirill. What's up, Kirill? Hey, Kirill. Why don't you ask Jamie about that? <laughs> he, he, he actually, so, you know, I had him take 30 milligrams, but before bed. Yeah. You know, not a ton. Yeah. So he really liked it. And Jim, the boss, was, was against me suggesting 30 milligrams. Yeah. He was against me getting us. Sorry, Goose. Us. <laughs> Jim tends him. to th generally think of us as kind of a bad idea to begin with <laughs> so so jamie did 10 milligrams at home and stayed awake and quickly understood why 30 was not a great idea yeah and i disagree 30 is where i started i think that's where everyone who's over 250 pounds should start okay yeah he's that's, a big guy does that make a difference i don't know if it does at all but it's how I well it. tolerance <laughs> is a big factor <laughs> probably doesn't actually mean anything but in my head i was like why not I don't want to throw anybody in the bus under the in bus. In the bus? Yeah. Or in the bus. In or the, bus. the bus. I want to be in the bus. He's not doing either. So I won't mention who it was, but somebody yesterday had mentioned a 250 milligram gummy or edible. Wow. And having yeah like, yeah that and, and they alive like, not wanting to come out for a little while for like yeah no you're like and, you're like staying home that's a real commitment that's you're, a lot you're right? home for the day and the night like you're not yeah. like you're gotta... possibly wondering where your life is going during yeah that and yeah. if you plan to do anything like order food or anything like that you should make sure you like have money set out so you don't have to try to figure that <laughs> <Take> out this <laughs> you know <laughs> like you should side. be prepared I I'm actually gonna say. I mean, here's here's uh, I'm, I hardly ever take edibles. Like I've only had edibles a handful of times in my whole life. Yeah, but I'm gonna say they're underrated. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay, that sucks. They're a good time. They're just too much of a commitment for me. I, I got too yeah. much shit to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going overrated. Really? Okay. Because I got lost in my neighborhood. That was a, <laughs> you see, that's the part I like. That was a tough situation. <laughs> that's there. my favorite part. Yeah. See, but I compare. Here's the problem. I start comparing things. And I look and I say, edibles versus mushrooms. And now uh, I don't need yeah. edibles at all. I oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Table. Just go to the mushrooms. Oh, yes. Yeah. Everyone should do three grams of mushrooms twice a year. Just saying. So those are illegal in uh, Michigan or in Ann Arbor now. They're like, like illegal? Yeah. No, legal. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. I assume they're legal everywhere. Well, how else are they getting them? I, I had a Anyways. good experience with mushrooms. <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah. This is back before I was in recovery and all that. But I was in uh, New Mexico, and I had gone through a breakup, and I was dealing with figuring out a few things in life. And I thought to myself, you know, a friend of mine, she had picked these mushrooms. She knew where to go up in the mountains. They were That's like, amazing. So they were like straight from a hippie. They yeah. had to be good for you. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. She... Uh, she said, "You should only. These are strong. You should only eat one stem and one cap." 
Right. And she gave me a handful of them. That did not happen. So I ate the, I ate the handful. That a boy. Them. And this was at a place called White Sands, New Mexico. It's a desert. Sounds nice. It's you saw the movie. Topical. Do you see the movie uh, The Doors? Yes, of course. You know where they did the whole peyote thing? Yeah. That, that's White Sands. Oh yeah. So it's just like it's interesting because the sand is made of gypsum, which is like what they make talcum powder out of. He knows that, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure. He I did, don't. You know, I was telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> And so I, I ate the edible, or I ate the the, uh, the mushrooms, and I sat on the first hill. And I sat there for, I don't know how long, but it was a good long while. This was like 6 a.m. Were you pondering life? Well, I was deciding, was well, what, what am I going to do here today? <laughs> yeah. And I had a camel back with me filled with three liters of water. It was going to get really hot that day, and I had a Gatorade inside the backpack. And then I had a poncho, and I used to wear a cowboy hat, like a straw cowboy hat when I worked out there. Yes. Yeah. So, and then I sat there and I just waited. And after a good little while, this crow or raven came by and it like circled over me. And then it landed on a hill that way. Did it start talking to you? No, I was like, okay, so that's my, that's what I'm supposed to do. Walk that way. Right. And I looked and there's normally there's a trail and the trail works by, they have like these big rods that stick 10, 15 feet out of the ground and they're colored, bright colored. So you can see the next one as you're walking and you know how to walk your way back. Well, they were going off that way, like I and I went that way, and I just looked and I was like, okay, so if this mountain comes here and this mountain comes here, I'm just gonna walk to that peak. Like I want to walk that direction, and I'll I'll follow my footsteps home as long as the wind doesn't pick up. This is a terrible idea. Go ahead. <laughs> and I walked for about five hours straight in one direction. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And and nothing really, like, came to me. I thought, like, I was going to have this, like, this epiphany. You didn't something. have your Homer Simpson moment? Yeah, yeah, you know. And so I, I eventually, and it got hot. It was, like, over 100 degrees out in the sand, I found out later that day. He's dying. Yeah. Well, I brought plenty of water, you know, and I had the poncho. I had the hat. Sunscreen, gotcha. And uh, I turned around, and I was like, okay, I'm going to walk back. And thankfully, the wind didn't pick up because, I mean, I was way out there. And I, like, I started finding things out there that like out of pieces because it used to be a missile testing site for the, the military. And I found like pieces of shrapnel and stuff. I brought a few home that I found like small ones, but like stuff I don't think other people have seen, you know. And uh, the, the, the lesson was that, you know, I thought I was walking in the straight line, but on the way back, the path would curve like I would see a bush over there. So I'd go and look at that bush or, you know, it'd be easier to walk around this hill. And so it was like this this moment I had because I'm looking at the path and my path was anything but a straight line. I was like, this is the way life is, you know, and I, I just had this sense of peace. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. went back home and I had heat stroke and after that I was fine. <laughs> I was like, and I was in a, like a completely better place. I had You're like, out, there are no straight lines in life. Yeah, yeah. And it's I figured out like, like the this. relationship thing. I figured out a bunch of other stuff. And I literally like from there forward, it's like I fixed a bunch of things. It was weird. It was the only time psychedelic experience that I had that was like a positive one. And it really because you went for a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it's a good heat one. Stroke in I that. Like that, that, one. that was solid. Yeah. And I'm glad that the I'm glad the wind. I'm really glad that <laughs> you wouldn't be here today. Yeah. had the wind picked up. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Your straight line was not straight. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, it was crazy. There were fire ants out there. I remember finding this like this little shrubbery bush thing, and I was like, maybe I can sit under that to get some. You know, so get away from Reprieve. the sun. Yeah. yeah, and there were fire ants under it. It's like so I couldn't even sit under that because uh, the fire ants are crawling on your legs and biting them and stuff. And it was, 
It was a wild, it was a wild walk. It it's cool. funny how, you know, you make the story sound romantic with the life lesson. Yeah. But then I just step back and I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds like a terrible day. Yeah. <laughs> like you heat got stroke. fire ants fire and heat ants. stroke, Can't carrying a yeah. gallon of water <laughs> through the desert. It's brutal. It's amazing how your, your perception can be everything, you yeah. know? And the thing was, too, so White Sands was five hours from Santa Fe. So I literally, I had a van, I had a full-size cargo van that I, I had at the time, and I threw my sleeping bag in the back of the van, and I had work that night, and then after work, I literally just got in the van with my camelback and my, my mushrooms, and I literally just drove south. And it, I, like, I got out of work at 9, 10 at night, and I got, and I drove straight yeah, at 3 in hours. the morning or whatever. Yeah. Oh, shit! And there's this, uh, oh, there's one other thing I forgot, on the way down there, there's a, a, um, a border patrol thing. It's like 50 miles inside of the U.S. Because that, I think it's I-25 is like the number one route for like the yeah. meth up and heroin up and stuff. Like right. That. I probably just got us demonetized for saying those words. Right, 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 right. Ah, yeah, that's on more, me. That's on now me. Now I can say fuck again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there at like literally three in the morning and I pull up to this border patrol agent and he's like looking at me and talking to me and I looked over his shoulder and there's this little tiny crappy subcompact car behind him and all the wheels are pulled off and there's two guys just pulling bales of weed out and tossing them in a pile there was like this oh, mountain no of way. weed yeah these they big pulled bales. the car apart right there you yeah. caught them yeah yeah they're, and they're just like here's another one boom Throwing oh, them in a pile. Man. Yeah, it was a big deal. They didn't have time for you then. They just yeah. let you through. Yeah, and busy. I had like the hand pocket full of mushrooms. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's you so weren't going to catch their eye on that day. Yeah, no, they weren't day. interested in you. <laughs> no, no. All right. What about uh, skull caps in the gym, Ron? I got no problem with skull caps in the gym. Like, well, overrated. Well, well, overrated? Well, what, what, what's a skull cap? Like, is this a, a toque? Is this a knit hat or is this a skull cap? Or is a skull cap That's like got to be tight with a tie on the back? What about uh, just a bandana? Is is that a? Let's go. Let's, do you have to have a long thing hanging in the back? Is that a skull cap or what's a skull cap? I don't know. They're all too hot. That's all I know. Yeah, I, I couldn't I think wear of that immediately. When I see that and I see someone in the gym, I don't. I'm like, are you hot? I can wear this. I could. I could train in this in the winter time. Well, I, I know not. it's not like Canadian winter here. It's just like cool, but it's cool enough that. But I couldn't do it in the summer. Could I have no you problem. Wear on legs, leg day. No, 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 no. See, back I, day. I can no. wear a bandana on leg day though. I used to wear bandanas on leg day. Yeah, it was 1997. Yeah. We yeah. all did. Roll them up or like over your whole head. Over the whole head. Time in the back. Traditional oh, yeah. paisley bandana. Old yeah. school red paisley bandana. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Wow, there, my head's a little big. I can't always get the ear in there. But sometimes I'm just tying the t the tips of the corners together in the back. Yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> that look. I got no problem with skull caps. Yeah. You know, unless they have skulls on them, that's nah, just too much. You double skull. <laughs> you can't double. Yeah, skull. can't double skull. What about? Uh, we could probably get an update here too. Uh, Jake has another one over and under. But same. Ron's meat. Hey. I think it's so far been underrated. And thank more, you. More of Ron's meat in our life. I want to say uh, thank you very much to the people that reached out and said that they would love to get their hands on some of Ron's, Ron's meat. Ron's meat. Yeah. That's not the official name. Obviously. Yes, it is. <laughs> but uh, the, we, I appreciate you reaching out because, like, you know, I've got this idea with uh, these guys that I'm talking to that have the ability to maybe set up something pretty cool if we want to get a bunch of people ordering. Yeah. So uh, if, you totally missed, if you missed what we're talking about, um, we're, I'm exploring the idea of uh, shipping out 
pre-ordered bulk beef. So you'd, you'd say you'd order half a cow in the spring and you'd get it in November and you'd save thousands of dollars off buying all of those cuts. You'd have to have a deep freeze and you'd have to be prepared to save a lot of money. Or you, you could, could split it with friends your friends. Could join in. You yeah. could split it with yeah. friends. Yeah. But you could even get a quarter beef, I think, is as small as we'd be able to go. But, you know. How many pounds is a quarter beef? I don't remember all the stats. I think a full beef is like 490 pounds of meat uh, total yield. Okay. I think. Okay. I think, like typical cow. So, that's a lot of meat. Yeah, so a half a cow, I think. But I don't want to misquote those numbers. I'd have to relook. But well, yeah. we do need to get Ron's meat in the United States too, don't we, people? Would you be interested <laughs> in having Ron's meat? Sure, just throw border logistics at me. Just throw that. We're gonna get. It's not really gonna be your meat. It's gonna be my friend Duke's meat. But we're gonna call it Ron's meat. There you go. Because Ron's meat sells better. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Listen. So, so if you want Ron's meat in your mouth and you live in the U.S., comment below. Well, <laughs> hey, let's definitely hear from you if that's a thing. So yeah, I, a half cow is between. 200 and 225 pounds. Yeah, so a full beef would be about 480, 500, yeah, 500 pounds. Possibly yeah. 500. Possibly 500, yeah. yeah. Depends what, how much lot. trend they give it. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the trend. Will yours have more trend? We can't tell you that. No. can't tell you that. You know, the colonel's not going to give you his 12 <laughs> herbs and spices. 11 <laughs> herbs, herbs and spices. Herbs. See, that's the thing. They got 11 herbs and spices. They don't tell you. There's actually only 10. The 11th one is some trend. Yeah, yeah. That's why go. no one can crack the code. Yeah. No one can figure out the KFC recipe. <laughs> one pellet there per chicken. One pellet per chicken. <laughs> That's why his are thicker. How about uh, growth hormone, GH? Is it overrated or underrated? I think we've done this one before. Yeah. But I, say, I say overrated for the vast majority of people. Agreed. Yeah. Vast majority of people will never notice where that money went, other than it's not in their bank account anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would go with that. My short answer would be for the vast majority of people, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Are you Brandon Curry? Yeah. No. If you're Brandon Curry, if you're competing <laughs> at the Olympia, then yeah. definitely invest. Um, and, and we did talk about Sean earlier. I mean, we, we were he saying. He did a long time ago. Top five. Did oh, he? different Sean? Oh, my bad. Yeah. See, I'm looking at the spelling there. <laughs> See, that's technically, what that, oh, that Sean did win. Technically, yeah. Technically, <laughs> yeah. yeah technically, they spent, that. yeah. It should be S H A. He won the first one. S H A U N. Which one did he win? Which one did he win? Well, he won two, but they took the first one away because of the drug test. So Which he didn't come is back oh, the following year and win it again, remember? Wow, 1991. Everyone yeah. loves Ron's meat. I agree. Yep. I had some girl was putting her tits in the window that loves his meat. I saw her. Well, she's had a lot of it, that one. <laughs> she's had a lot of it. You guys have any, any final questions? She had so much of my meat, she went vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, enough is enough. I need a few years off. The Trend Twins. You guys know who the Trend Twins are? Oh, so someone just told me about the Trend Twins the other day. They said it's these two young kids on YouTube that... I don't know if they're actually twins or they just kind of look the same. They just have the same haircut or whatever. But they're twins, but to call themselves. And they're super young, like 18, 19, and they're, they're loading the trend and they're talking about it. Like how oh, they're okay. on the trend. We're on the tr trend. Wow. Trend life and all that stuff. Do they have ramen stuff. hair? They have what? Do they have ramen hair? You know the What's ramen hair? You don't know what ramen hair is? Walk outside your gym. They're out there, I promise. Is the it kids like with the, the fucking curly hair that... All looks a mess. Or is it just I American think they thing? might have that. They have the ramen head. I knew they it. Might have. I can see that. I yeah. didn't know it. Anyways, I haven't even looked them up, but someone just told me about them the other day. So I'm gonna say 
They're overrated. Overrated. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, if your YouTube personality is just set up around a, a drug that you take a lot of. Yeah. Sorry for all the pot channels out there. Yeah. Stay, stay tough. Oh, UFOs. Nice. Over, underrated, testicle size. Oh, my God. That's so easy. Overrated. Totally overrated. Plus, all the girls I know are on the high-protein diet. They want more meat, less potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know where it's at at the moment, but I did see another good one. Uh, the other week, we were talking about influencers. Yes. Uh, and we're talking about, like, what an influencer is. The question we had gotten was, why, it, why, do, why does the term influencer have a negative connotation? We were asked today, are influencers overrated? Well, I really love Dusty's answer last week where he was like, I embrace the term because it's enabling me to make a living, connect with the people that I want to connect with, do a bunch of awesome things I want to do. So he's embracing the term. Am I misquoting you? No. And, solid. And, and, and I was like, that's a good attitude to have. You know, like the, what I love about Gary Vee is he doesn't bitch about the rules. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't, does he? He's like, oh, they changed the rules mid-game. Okay. Change plans. Let's make some money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's his thing. So if they, you know, if, a, if, 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 you know, I guess the what I'm trying to get to is there's all this negative connotation. Screw it. Embrace the term. I'm an influencer. Look what I'm going to be. I do positive things with this. I'm going to keep it positive. I sort of like yeah. summing up what you said. So, um, but the reason it has a negative connotation is because people think of like the, the obnoxious influencer who's just oblivious to how ridiculous they look in the world. You know that Influencers in the Wild page? Do you follow that? <laughs> I do not, no. Influencers, influencers in the Wild. you got to look that saw, one up. Who was it that... Uh, was it the Facebook guy? Zucker, who was who did a picture for that? Who was... Yeah, was, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg sent, sent it, it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah where he's yeah, in the yeah. pool and he's like, yeah. I think you told me about that. I actually posted that on Yeah, that show. was a good one. But yeah, he yeah. sent that to them. Like the ultimate influencer in the Wild shot was him like doing a, a selfie in the pool, right? But that, that's a funny one. You look at them and they're like, you know, will be some, some influencer standing in a crosswalk doing some silly dance with, you know, something blowing over their head. And traffic is waiting for them. Yeah, completely oblivious to like, anyone else. Like they're just completely oblivious. Yeah. They're holding up everybody else and they're just, ah, you know, and it's just that sort of how the world sees like. That's the image of the clueless influencer that has no idea that they're a pain in the ass for everyone else <laughs> around them. And, 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 and that's why people, they see, that's why the tripod in the gym has such a negative thing. People see a tripod in the gym, they're like, oh, God. You know, yeah. like it's, and, and of course, it ruins it for the people that would know how to intelligently use one. Like sure. if you set it up in the middle of the dumbbell area on a busy Monday and just, I'm recording my sets. Yeah. It's like, do you not understand where you are yeah. you know and that's what that's the that's what people think of when they think of an inf influencer now it's kind of you know throw shade on everyone who's actually just being an influencer and you know doing the promotion that they're they're supposed to be doing I'm not saying too much, Dusty. Cut no. me off any time. No, I think it's you, you nail it because I think what people Dusty, forget you're, is you're here to stop the, me from over talking. The influencer has been around forever. Yeah. Why is Tom Brady? Yeah. Promoting whatever. Because yeah. if he says it's good, more people will buy it. The end. Didn't Michael Jordan sign his Michael first Nike, Nike contract? Planet. Dwarfed his Bulls contract. Yep. You know? Really? I think his first Nike contract was like way bigger than his Bulls contract right off the bat. So it was like he was set for life on the first Nike contract, you know? Good like, God. you know what I mean? And that was like the original, like, 
hey, him and Bo Jackson, like, remember those influencers back in the day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Nike exists because of him, essentially. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. At that level. What else we got? We got anything else good? Uh, yeah, we need we need like a good finisher, guys. You guys should uh, a finishing us move. Yes, yes. We need a finishing move. We got some movie questions from the Juice Goose. Um, he said the uh, Juice Goose. Yes, overrated is loose. <laughs> uh, overrated, underrated. Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile, and Tren Ace. Well, that's that's a good combo there. <laughs> Scott, you have to answer one of those first because you never answer first, or you don't answer at all. Oh, that's dra- not true. I'm dragging that's not you true. in. But I will say this. Not I'm, accurately. I'm trying to focus. Oh, wow, we just got another super chat. I'll pull that up in a minute. Um, it, it, it's hard for me to think and also read, so I'm trying to feed you guys, keep well, things going. Well, that's why I need you to answer when you're okay. not thinking thoroughly because then we look smarter. Well, I haven't seen <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. I don't remember seeing. You haven't seen. So, so let me just. You have to stop the show. (laughs) So, you haven't seen the Shawshank Redemption lately, or or yet. This is correct. Uh, You also never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I'm not done. We're not good friends. (laughs) I'm not not done here. And you haven't seen what else? (laughs) Okay. I may also not have any experience with one of the other two of these three things. (laughs) And it ain't Trent Ace. (laughs) Surprisingly, I've done Trent. Okay. Yes. Okay. I know Trent. So obviously, Shawshank is underrated. If Scott here Scott, has not known that I he have needs one thing to, to say to you, <laughs> you got to get busy living and get busy dying, <laughs> which may or may not be a quote from Shawshank. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> so you got to get busy living or get busy dying, because this wow. is this is this existence where you just sit we, neutral and don't watch these movies. Watch just Shawshank. it's pointless. It's just I can't even write. When did, uh, when did that right come now. out? Oh, what like ninety something. Dude, how is that possible? 90-something. It's long enough ago that it would be, oh, it's an old movie, probably dated. I won't watch it, right? It's hit that that stage. How many times has it been on the screen at your house when you were surfing and you just skipped it? I don't know. Scott, I will stop if that movie is on television. If I happen to notice and watch it till the end. What year? What year is it? The movie came out in 94. Yeah. I'm going to put myself in where I was. So, same year as Pulp Fiction. That was a crazy mental year. Did you yeah, watch Pulp Fiction I, well, that year? Of course, year? I watched Pulp Fiction. Yeah. 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 Of course, ni- uh, 94, Kurt Cobain also died. And first, Forrest Gump won the Oscar for Best Picture. I did see Forrest Gump. I did see yeah, that. I believe. Yeah. But, yeah, My so friend I trains was him, busy. But anyways. Wait, what? He trains Forrest Gump. I mean, not like the actual Forrest Gump, but a guy that's just like him. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. <clears throat> yeah, so that, I don't have any uh, feedback on, on Shawshank Redemption or Green Mile. I, uh, I don't. Were you? I didn't watching watch a lot of drugs at that. Not point? at not at that time. No. So what is your excuse? I was trying to give you an out. I was I watched uh, cult films, stuff like that. So that's why I was thinking about starting a cult. Anyways, not we'll that, talk about that kind later. of cult. Not that oh. kind of cult. <laughs> Anyways, Ron's really uh, he's, he's well, going he's deep freaking here. Freaking broken right now. I can't believe that you're uh, his friend. I melted everything down here. I, uh, Is I'm anyone else shocked? Okay, sorry. I was gonna say that the Shawshank is overrated, even though I think it's one of the best of all time, just because everyone says that. But now I can't because Scott hasn't seen it. How have we not seen the? Anyways, Trent Ace is 
Fantastic. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> did Shawshank Redemption win any Oscars? <laughs> Wait, did this just happen? <laughs> this funny. just happened. How are we married, <laughs> Victoria? That's her. That's. Did you see that, Ron? Victoria and I are connected on something. There's finally something where we have the same understanding of a, of a subject. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Well, I guess we have to watch a movie. Uh, when I get. We home. know what you're doing on Wednesday. Got it. Yeah, it was nominated for best picture, best actor, best writing. Every blah 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 Shawshank blah. Redemption. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One yeah. you haven't seen. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. But Forrest Gump won the best picture, and it was 95. Came out in 94, oh, 90, but it was in the okay. 95 Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Forrest Gump won best picture, but... I'm not at all. And, that was funny so enough, okay. Shawshank Redemption is voted the best picture to not win best picture of all time. Really? You well, haven't seen it. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of... So I started around that time only seeing movies that they played at, like, the college theater. You know what I mean? Right. Like, movies that would not be mainstream. And if people were talking about it mainstream, I was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, fuck mainstream. I saw... I saw one of those. Uh, one of those. Oh, yeah. I went, you know, and then I went to art school and stuff. So I saw Pulp Fiction, and literally that changed my life. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm never going back to this theater again. I'm going to go to theaters that would play more movies like this. Right, right, right. Because this is the only yeah, one that yeah, made it yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, You know, for real. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to go see a bunch of other hey, stuff. I have to say something about The Green Mile. Fantastic yeah. movie. I actually, I'm not a big book reader. Like, I'm not the type of guy that reads a bunch of books, but I read the book, The Green Mile. I was living somewhere. I didn't have a lot going on. I was like, I'm going to get a book. And uh, I got, it's Stephen King. It's yeah. about this big. It's very intimidating. But I thought, I'm going to make myself read a book. And I bought The Green Mile, yeah. and I read the whole thing, probably fastest I've ever read a book. Really? And I thought it was absolutely amazing. Like, I just was, I was telling everyone, like, I just read The Green Mile. It was so good. Like, I can't believe it. I was, like, so excited to read again. And then the next book I tried to read sucked. And I was like, ah. That was the end. Like, it was <laughs> just funny. But then a couple years later, when I went to the theater to see The Green Mile, I had that moment that I hear book people talk about, you know, the real cork sniffer yeah, book the people. Book was better. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I had the yeah. moment where it was a magic moment as the characters were introduced. I was like, wow, this is perfectly cast. Yeah. Right. Each one of these people is exactly how I envisioned them huh. and how they sound. And I want to punch that guy in the face. Yeah. <laughs> And you that guy's that. Yes. amazing, and it was just cast so perfectly. Like the way it was written, those characters were perfectly captured. It was Green Mile was a great movie. Doug, I just haven't seen it. Doug Myers also added. He said, "I've known Scott, known Scott long enough to assume he hasn't seen <laughs> insert, insert movie, movie here. here. <laughs> More T-shirts coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. Yeah. Oh, that's freaking phenomenal. Have a list of movies on the back, and then like yeah, like movies Scott hasn't seen. Just a long list. Let's see. Oh, in Victoria adds Scott or Dusty. Uh, he thought he was too cool for everything. Yeah, during watching black and white art films yeah, and French exactly. horror movies. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, he's doing something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I see that. I All see right. that. I don't see anything else that's that's a real showstopper here. So that that might have been our showstopper. That, that's I okay. We I just realized now we almost powered through two hours live, which is wow. Nothing. We've never done two hours live before. No. Like that's mind-boggling. Yeah, to usually me. we cut it in an hour. You yeah, know, we cut it hard in an hour. 
Yeah. And we've maintained over 160 people for literally this whole entire time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People logged off when they heard you hadn't seen. Yeah, we lost but, 10. Like at that point. 10. Yeah. They yeah. actually unfollowed. Yeah. A couple the, uh, thumbs down. A couple thumbs know? down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see three. Yeah, I see there's three thumbs yeah. down. <laughs> Those all hit at yeah. one time. Yeah. 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 There's like four, five, six. All of a sudden they start dumping. That was Victoria three times. Yeah, yeah. probably. She's, I give her one. I give her one of those. Absolutely give her one of those. Yes. So, uh, okay. Thanks, everybody. Remember, well, like. Well, wait, wait oh. a second. Because we're, we're leaving. They're going to their lives. But we're not really going anywhere. We're, right. We're here. We're, we're here. We're going. Yeah. This is all happening now. Yeah. What's, like, what's this? Because I, I wanted to ask you guys, like, what is this week going to look like now? Dusty is in town. Well. I'm in town until Wednesday, but you guys are doing something all Right week. now, I'm going to shovel a meal. No, yeah. we're gonna go across the street and shovel meals. You just don't know yet. No, I'm gonna. I gotta. I I, I gotta train pretty soon. Like we're gonna. We're gonna eat and then we're, we're gonna train. Going the I gotta yeah. train with Jamie today. We're gonna film a workout for Mutant. Nice. Yeah. And that's my plan for the day. And then I'm done for the day. Then okay. I've got some clients. We. I think we decided to do shoulders. Okay. Nice. It's an so, easy um, one, right? Well, I've, how my week works out. I gotta film almost every day, so I gotta kind of oh. plan this. And you know, my quads a little bit. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do quads 100. percent So okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to rig things. Yeah. So we'll make it work. But yeah. We got mutant. We're here all week. So, you know. And what are you doing, Dusty? Like, what does this look like for you? I mean, it's the same. So, every day it's it's something in the morning, whether it be training or f- pictures or whatever, because we all have the new gear yeah. coming out. Um, I'm going to drag you across the street to my favorite little steak and rice place. Okay. Where we're going to go eat because I didn't make any of my food yet. Yep. And the big thing is, is while you're here, we're going to try to keep it all live so people can come around for the show. Yes. You know. There'll be, be some fun. smoking on the patio later of <laughs> multiple types. Um, that's coming of for Canadian sure. cigarettes. Yes, Canadian cigarettes, and I brought some uh, <laughs> not so American cigars. And okay. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's okay. that. I mean, okay, super fun. So videos, hippie, content, hippie, all hippie weed, cigars. hippie all weed, and communist cigars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I got to meet George downstairs, one yeah. of one of your members. Yeah. Oh yeah. The guy, guy who said yeah, that we were like great. Johnny Carson. He's great. He's like, he loves the show. Him. He lies. Yeah. 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 Right he now. wants to meet you. He said he wanted to get a picture with all three okay. of us. Nice. Okay. We can make that happen. Yeah. And obviously, if uh, anyone sees us at the gym this week and yes. wants a photo, that's awesome too. You know. That'd say be great. hi. Yeah, I'm, say I'm hi. excited to be here. Make sure yeah. Scott. Scott actually likes people generally. You know, he's like he's like a people person <laughs> so it's good you could stop him and talk to him anytime I'd be happy to yeah you know yeah and, i'm always uh, excited to meet people that like enjoy our shows and, and they always have cool stuff to say about you guys and, yeah you know all our interactions i, I also i know it's not written on the schedule i know it's not on the schedule but um i want to bring everyone down back to the dinner we're here working all day and filming yeah but i want to bring everyone back one evening just for like a quick little you know, stop just to see them because I've had a lot of people that are like, I train at night and I work all oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get to see Jamie. I'm not going to get to meet Dusty because yeah. um, you guys are filming during the day, but I'm there at seven every night, you yeah. know? So I think we'll get the crew to come down maybe Wednesday night at like seven before that's we go like, eat or something. That's like when all, all the, like, the your average bros are getting off of yeah, work. That's bros. like the hardcore that's hour. That's bro, bro crowd. You yeah, know? that's like the hardcore a hour. Lot of, yeah. Lots of butts and bros around yeah. 6.30 <laughs> p.m. On a, on a weeknight at yeah. West Coast Iron. So, yeah. So come on down and uh, remember Mutant Nation, IamMutant.com, you know, setting this all up, making this happen. Thank you very much for the support. Go to IamMutant.com, use your code BIGRON20, Dusty20, and uh, get get yourself 20% off. And uh, we get little gold stickers, and uh, everybody's happy. And remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, 
And ring the bell. There we go. And also, thank you from Jake for the super chat, man. Much appreciated. Bro. Yeah, awesome. unbelievable. Thanks, guys. And Thanks, uh, we appreciate everything. And that's it. That's live. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding. See you guys.